This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Wanna see my picture on the cover? Uh, welcome to this hour of the program. Did, I don't know if Dr. Hook ever actually got on the cover of the Rolling Stone. I think there was some, well, there kind of was a cover, I think, uh, that I learned today, where it was uh, like an illustrated picture of the group. Um, but uh, some guy who did get his smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone is a guy named Justin Trudeau, who also happens to be the Prime Minister of Canada. Now, you might wonder, why is Rolling Stone magazine interested in Justin Trudeau? Did he put out an album? Well, no, he didn't. Uh, look, Rolling Stone has certainly become kind of political. And uh, we could go back over the Harper years, and there were times when maybe Canada got mentioned in Rolling Stone magazine, but it was basically about how we're uh, on the uh, on the path to hell. Harper's wrecking the country. These uh, crazy right-wingers have taken over Canada. What is going on? Uh, now Justin Trudeau, uh, they love him. They really do. Now, and I know some conservatives might take issue with this, but what's funny to me is, like, fundamentally... How much has the country really changed? I think there are a lot of people on the left who feel that uh, Trudeau's left too much uh, of um, the Harper regime in place or Harper-like policies in place. Uh, But certainly we got a much bigger deficit than we had under Harper, or at least what they left the liberals. Uh, So there, I mean, carbon tax that's coming too. Certainly there, there are some ways in which Trudeau is taking the country in a different direction. But it's, it's odd that there was such fawning coverage of Justin Trudeau from the international media. I think for Canadians, whether you're on the right or the left, I think the novelty of Justin Trudeau that, wow, this guy's young and handsome and has great hair. I think that wore off a long time ago. I mean, either you like the job he's doing or you don't, but that's what matters to Canadians. Look, this guy's the prime minister. doesn't matter what he looks like. doesn't matter how he dresses. doesn't matter the socks he wears. doesn't matter how he cuts or combs his hair. What matters is the decisions he's making as prime minister. So I guess it's easy if you're in Europe or in the U.S. or you're wherever where none of the decisions made by Trudeau affect you at all, that you can still focus on this stuff. And you can kind of have your fantasies about, wow, I wish we had someone like that as our president, prime minister, whatever. So that's the tone of this Rolling Stone piece. You know, it's interesting, too, by the way, and John Iveson uh, from the National Post made the question, isn't it odd that the liberals are jumping all over the conservatives for talking to the U.S. media? Well, that's exactly what Justin Trudeau did here. He invited this Rolling Stone reporter to come and hang out with him for a few days. Right? I think the issue with Canadian politicians speaking to American reporters is you're not really going to get pressed at all. Typically, they don't have a good handle on what's going on here. Uh, and so, whether it's a conservative on Fox News or Trudeau in, in Rolling Stone, you're going to get unchallenged fawning coverage. And there's a, maybe almost a temptation for politicians Rather than face the media here at home, who know what's going on and are going to ask tough and probing questions, at least in theory. Go abroad, find a friendly international media outlet. 
and you won't get those questions. So there's there's no evidence here that there was anything in the way of tough questions asked of Justin Trudeau by Rolling Stone. I mean, there's there's some vague references. You have to read pretty deep in the piece uh, to read any kind of vague references to to any sort of political controversy here at home. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, it's just it's slobbering coverage is what it is. So I want to read a bit of it to you, but maybe it would sound better with some bit of sexy music underneath. On a recent summer afternoon, Trudeau takes off his suit jacket and we settle into two ornate chairs in a corner of his Parliament Hill office. His sleeves are pushed up, his tie blue, his shirt white, his socks festooned with moose. That's M-O-O-S-E, by the way. Trudeau reminds me of, well, Obama as he smiles and listens patiently to me droning on about my Canadian wife as if it is actually interesting. For Trudeau, listening is seducing. But as soon as I start asking questions, he snaps into place, admiringly forthcoming on his life journey and frustratingly on message when it comes to political answers. As we chat, he smiles and locks in with his blue eyes. But Trudeau, whose mother's side is of Scottish descent, swats away all Trump-baiting questions with a look that says, not today, laddie. He's always pushing his product, a kind but muscular Canada. Ask him why his country, insulated by two vast oceans, that is three actually, and a superpower to the south was increasing its military spending by $14 billion. Some of it was about Canada doing its part in a dangerous world, but some of it, according to Joe to Trudeau, had to do with the sheer awesomeness of his native land. Uh, so, look, it goes on in that vein. We can kill the music there. <laughs> so what do you make of this? I don't think this is intended in any way for a Canadian audience of any kind. So what are Americans getting from this? What's the point of a fluff piece like this on the Canadian Prime Minister? And do we think for a moment, if it were Mark Garneau or Martha Hall Finley, the two liberals who ran against Trudeau in the last leadership race, I mean, if they had won, and if they were prime minister doing the exact same thing as Trudeau was doing, do we think for a moment that there would be anything approaching this coverage? Not a chance. If Stefan Dion had won the election back in 2008, do we think for a moment there would be any kind of similar coverage of Stefan Dion? Not, not for a moment. Not a chance. So beyond the fact that Trudeau looks good, has nice hair, wears cool socks... What's unique about him as a politician? I think what we've now learned about him, what's unique about Justin Trudeau, is that he's done a really lousy job communicating uh, in any sense to Canadians. And he's broken a lot of his promises. But you don't really get much of that from this Rolling Stone piece. They make him sound as though he's some kind of a master communicator. And I think we've come to learn that it's the exact opposite, especially when it comes to crisis situations, as we just witnessed in recent weeks. Look at the mess they made of the Omar Khadr situation. I mean, Justin Trudeau himself pawned off to his cabinet ministers to explain this to Canadians before he finally weighed in uh, and did a terrible job explaining the decision. Look at the, the controversy around Julie Payette, the, the appointee for governor general, and what we've learned about her. What did they know about her past? Was it a factor? Again, they've done a terrible job explaining it, and it comes back to Justin Trudeau. It's the whole reason why he values the whole image thing. 
Why is it so important to Justin Trudeau to go to pride parades and wave to the crowd and wear cool socks? Because it's all image. He doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't really have to do anything other than show up and wave. Because it's all about projecting an image, projecting a brand. And that's what these uh, international media outlets are falling for. They're falling for the brand, but it's all meaningless. It's all symbolic. You can wear whatever socks you want to wear that has no bearing at all in the direction of the country, the policies you implement. But Trudeau likes it because he doesn't have to speak. He doesn't have to articulate any kind of principle or policy. He just has to show up and smile. And like I say, I think for the most part, Canadians are not really impressed by that anymore. But Rolling Stone sure is. I don't know if you've had a chance to read the piece today. Curious what you make of it. And by the way, there's some, some really weird mistakes in this. Like, for example, they refer to the Royal Canadian Mountain Police. I already noted one, the fact that they say Canada has only two ocean shores. Of course, we have a third up north. They refer to Trudeau's party at one point as the Liberty Party. If only that were the case. 403-974-8255 is a telephone number. We'll take a break here. We'll come back. More thoughts on Trudeau on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Your thoughts as well. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.